Remember back to when you were a kid and grown-ups asked you what you wanted to be when you grew up? Did you ever become that person? Or did you ever have a moment in high school or college where you realized what you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Did that ever come to pass? For some people, our dreams and reality don't always meet up the way we want them to. But that doesn't mean that you can't make them happen. Today on Passions, we're going to meet someone who is living the dream, their dream. They took the plunge and are doing what they love for a living, and they talked with us in order to encourage you to do what it takes to get you doing what you love. Ready? Hey, this is Alec. This week, I got to meet up with Jordan Wipth. Jordan is a film production graduate from the University of Northwestern St. Paul and is currently the director of video productions at Bullseye Media, a small advertising agency here in Minneapolis. He's passionate about filmmaking and music, and he's determined to chase after his dreams regardless of whatever life circumstance he's in. What's your name? My name is Jordan Whipth. And how old are you? I'm 24 years old. This is Jordan Whipth. Jordan grew up in a suburb just a couple minutes south of Minneapolis. I am from Apple Valley, Minnesota. Jordan currently lives in South Minneapolis and works at a small advertising agency in downtown. I am the director of video production for a media agency called Bullseye Media, located in downtown Minneapolis. And we, we specialize in all sorts of media, video, graphic animation, uh, web development, and all sorts of just media management. Jordan also has a passion for making films and playing music. I'd say that my two biggest passions are creating film and video content, whether it's you know commercial or narrative or anything, and also playing and, and creating music with, with my band. Jordan was first introduced to making videos by watching stop-motion animation films and has been hooked ever since. I think the video stuff started first... And that was as a, as a child, me and my older brother, we had seen the movie Chicken Run, and I was just so baffled by the process of stop-motion animation that I decided to take a whack at it. And this was probably when I was eight or nine years old, and so I would take out some action figures or Lego characters or whatever and move them around to take a picture, move them, take a picture, move them, take a picture. And uh, from there, it just... Like I saw, you know, it took me three and a half hours to do that for a 12-second video, but that 12 seconds was awesome to my little brain. And I, I think I, I really just like to create, and from there on I, I had gotten my dad's old, you know, VHS camera, and then the technology just kept uh, getting better and better, the technology that I had access to just kept getting better and better and then finally in in high school I was a part of the the TV program there and and I was doing a lot of work for that and spending a lot of time in the studio I well actually I did I thought about it a few years ago and I kind of did some very loose mental math and came up that I spent more time in the TV studio as a senior in high school than I did sleeping. And so I was, I was definitely very passionate about it from there. And, and then alongside that, I, I had been drumming since I was like a seventh grader, or just at church. I had, I had been 
prompted by the worship director at my church to kind of pursue drumming, and that just kind of took off too. I studied different types of drums, and now I play play with a band called Calvin Heights. So they're both kind of very fundamental parts of my my upbringing, both creatively and and otherwise. After high school, Jordan applied and was accepted into the University of Northwestern St. Paul, but he wasn't entirely sure what he wanted to major in. With the video production after high school, I'd kind of been undecided about what I wanted to do, whether I wanted to focus on, you know, TV broadcast type production or film and video production, or I even gave some gave psychology a serious consideration because I had been very interested in psychology and just people's behavior and brains and and all that, but it was pretty much the day of orientation freshman year at, at the University of Northwestern, which was Northwestern College at the time. My advisor had asked me, all right, what are you, what are you gonna declare as your major? And it was in that moment that I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do TV broadcast production. After a couple courses with one professor, one main professor who after a week, it was very apparent to me, had no idea what he was talking about. I, I changed my major to film production so that I didn't have to be a student of this professor anymore because he was abysmally ignorant, yet he thought he knew what he was talking about, and it was painful because I, coming into this program, had a very, very rock-solid level of experience with production stuff and more so than a lot of the other students in the class at the time. And I, I felt that it was my duty to correct him during class because he would he would just give us blatantly incorrect information and so I, I had had enough of that so I switched to I switched to film production after that and and haven't looked back since and really really liked that because there's a lot more room for creative thinking in that because it's there's not so much of a structure to narrative filmmaking the structure is what you make it and and I really like that freedom rather than, you know, okay, we've got to hit this commercial break at this point and we've got to be sure to mention blah, blah, blah. Like the broadcast news stuff just, it was, it was much too rigid for the way I like to think and the way I like to create. And uh, so I've been very happy with my decision to switch to film my, my freshman year of college. And, and now it's gotten me a an excellent job in, in the media and advertising industry here in the cities. And I'm just, yeah, very grateful for the, for the people who have supported me through there. And Jordan's passion for music didn't stop in high school. It was in college that Jordan would meet Brett Carey, who both of them together would form the beginnings of the band called Calvin Heights. I had been on a couple worship teams at Northwestern freshman, sophomore year, but for some reason it was always weird how it lined up. I never got to play the actual drum set during chapel because it was either a week of, oh, some band is coming in, like some touring band is coming in to play chapel, or, oh, we've only got six mic lines available, so we can't have a full drum set. So out of like, my, my band played over those two years probably eight times, and I never once got to play the actual drum set in front of church or in front of chapel. So I I removed myself from that system, but then, but I definitely didn't stop drumming, and and since then I've been playing with with Calvin Heights, with Brett Carey. Um, him and I have been working together for about two years now, and we've put out three or two albums, one EP, and 
it's just been so much fun to play outside of the church setting and especially in such a music city like Minneapolis so many just hole in the wall divey places that are disgusting but you know it feels so so good to play in front of those 17 people that might be in there the drumming has definitely been kind of my therapy because nothing feels better than getting home after a long day and just bashing things but still like with rhythm and 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 feel Jordan graduated from Northwestern in 2017, but initially found it very difficult to find work in the cities as an aspiring filmmaker. Since graduating in 2017, I I had a really hard time figuring out what I wanted. Um, I knew I wanted to create, and I knew I wanted to be in the cities here. But in this city, making money as a filmmaker is very, very tough unless you work in marketing or advertising. And, and I didn't think that I wanted to do that. I, I felt that I was, you know, selling out to the man because I'm, you know, shoveling out these different products and different ideas just so that I could have a hefty paycheck and, and what else. And I didn't feel that I wanted to do that, but I knew that I needed to eat. And so I, uh, ju- I, I was working at REI in Bloomington at the time um, after, well, during school and after school um, as an action sports specialist and, and, and rock climbing belayer and whatnot. And I made a conscious decision to use that as a networking tool because you meet so many people in the retail world just coming into the store. And obviously at REI, if you don't, no, REI clientele is very, very pleasant overall. Um, and so I, I had mentioned to somebody how I was just graduated from school and looking for production jobs and, and whatnot. And he said, oh, I, I know of uh, a guy who does video. Little did I know that this guy who does video was the creative director of one of the most uh, prolific media agencies in the cities. And so I got connected up with uh, the creative director there, and he got me connected up with a producer who then from there just kept giving me jobs as a production assistant. And obviously as a production assistant, you're not doing a whole lot of anything important. You're picking up you know, groceries for the crew. You're making sure gas tanks are fueled up on vehicles. You're grabbing sandbags for the, for the grip department. And so it was very, very fun doing PA work. I never even envisioned myself doing production assistant work because I had always focused on cinematography and directing and writing and editing. But it was on these projects that I just sat and observed these guys who have been doing this in the cities for years. For 30, 40 years, these guys have been doing this and just being saturated by their experience and their wisdom and, and the rhythm and flow of an actual commercial set. The, the biggest shoots I was on for, during my production assistant time was for Polaris Motorsports. And those shoots, obviously, you're outside playing in the mud, playing in the dirt um, with these huge, powerful, fun machines. And these machines are meant for fun. Like, they have no other purpose aside from buying as a toy. And just to see these guys work and, and observe them on a set, I think I gained a lot of knowledge and a lot of experience just from watching. And even though Jordan wasn't doing what he had necessarily learned to do in school, he adapted 
and was able to network and use his connections to continue to work on video shoots around the Twin Cities area. So I was doing the production assistant work, mainly with Polaris, and it was just a great experience to, to sit and watch these guys learn. And then obviously I started working with the same guys more and more, and I started to get connected with more guys that they were connected with, and I started taking a lot of time off from REI because I was getting shoot after shoot after shoot after shoot for all sorts of different clients, but still doing production assistant work. While doing these production assistant jobs, I was making the guys I was working with aware that I knew more than a typical production assistant would. And so I started to make myself useful to the camera department, to the grip department, to the art department, any department I could, they would tell me to do something. And then after a while, I started to anticipate needs and started to just take care of problems before they came up. And I think that highly benefited me because I was getting calls back from directors themselves rather than a producer calling me. A director would specifically want me to be on their set because they had seen that I was adaptable and I knew what was going on. And so that felt really, really good and a huge encouragement for me and and just a morale boost because I I was getting to be in a semi-depressive state at this point. I had been doing retail at REI for months and months and with real no substantial job. I mean, it was, I could work for three days on a shoot, but then I wouldn't hear from another shoot for another week and a half. And it was like, okay, is this anything, uh, are my hooks going to get locked into anything? But eventually Jordan landed a job, a big one too. And it was all thanks to Jordan's networking, all the experience he gained in school in his nonstop pursuit of making videos. It's kind of funny how I got my current job. Um, I was at a holiday party with my girlfriend and there was a mutual friend of ours that showed up that I didn't know was going to be there and her and I had been in the same TV program in in high school and then uh, then obviously gone our separate ways for school Um, but she had been asking me what I was up to and I'd been telling her that I had been doing a lot of production assistant work and and just working for all sorts of different clients um and I had mentioned that I was applying for just for a temporary production assistant job at an agency called Bullseye Media. And she she got all excited and was like, oh, I know somebody that works there. And I was like, what? And she got me connected up with this guy, uh, our creative producer, Brian Wadley, who invited me into the office just as kind of like a, hey, let's... Let's meet you, see what you know, and see what you see what you could do for us. And I walked into this office and I looked around and there's like a whole bunch of 20-somethings. Nobody in the office looked older than 28, 29, maybe 30. And so right at that point, I was like, ooh, this is, this is exciting. This is where I want to be because it's like these are, these are the people that are uh, making the decisions now in this city. I mean... The older generations kind of, I mean, might be on their way out in the next 15, 20 years, um, and it's time for us to take over. But they had me into the office and just kind of talked over what I'm passionate about, what I know, what I like to do, what I've been doing. And I just laid it all out there. I had no expectations because they didn't have a job for me. I didn't really have any idea of how I, how, how I could fit. They were just kind of having me into the office to meet with me as, a, as a, almost a courtesy type thing. At least that's how I felt. 
And then after that, they sent me uh, they sent me some video clips, just uncut video clips of the process of beer being canned um, at a at a small brewery that is one of their clients. And they told me just to chuck together a forty five second process video of all right, put this in order how you would put it in order, do it in your style, use whatever music you want, use whatever anything you want. You've got complete creative freedom. And to me, right off the bat, I was like, that is incredible that creative freedom like that's not very common in in the marketing world is just to go and do and so I chucked that video together in about two and a half hours and sent it back to them and the president of the company called me the next day wondering if I wanted to have a have a group interview with with him the creative director the creative producer and I was like well obviously yes I go in and I sit down at this table and all of a sudden the entire office comes into the conference room, which is 10 people. I was expecting three people. So it was me on one side of the table and then wrapped around the rest of the table were nine people. And I was just like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I do. That's about it. And they're like, great. When can you start? And I was like, start what? Because <laughs> I, I was like, I, hadn't, I didn't know what I was going to be doing for them. And they, uh, they were very happy to bring me on as the newly appointed director of video production. So now, now my job is that I oversee all of the on-set production. Um, a lot of the work we do is interview type, type stuff. And so I'm, I'm facilitating the interviews and, and kind of running the show with lighting and camera. And, and it's just kind of a, a surreal dream come true because... One, I didn't think I would land this type of job as a 24-year-old because most of the people doing my job in these cities are far, far more experienced and smarter and better than I am, but also they are far older than I am. And it's still kind of a surreal feeling to know that I have this job and that I do have creative freedom over these oftentimes very, very large clients. And uh, I've, been, I've been very blessed with the, the people who have supported me, like Professor Sorensen at Northwestern and uh, Greg Winter, who has kind of been my cinematography mentor over the years. Yeah, it was just a very crazy happenstance how it all worked out. We want to thank Jordan for giving his time for this interview and for really sharing his heart with you guys. One of the most important takeaways from this interview is that you should never give up on the pursuit of your passions. And sometimes, a little networking can get you to where you've always wanted to be. That's it for Passions this week. We hope that you found yourself feeling as passionate about something as Jordan is about filmmaking. Passions is produced by Alex Schaefer and can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So until next week, keep pushing yourself to be who you've always wanted to be. This is Alec, signing off.